Hello, everyone. It's 2023. Welcome to a new year. We're here. We're glad that you're still here with us. Yes. We hope everyone had a great New Year's, a great holiday season. If you're feeling like us, we're ready for the new year. Yeah, we're ready we for a reset. So ready. We are here for it. We did all of our planning, all of our goals. There's still time if you still want to do that, but we are just ready. Yes. We're hitting the ground running. We are. So today we thought it would be good for us to kind of reset and talk a little bit about what feminism means to us, how we both came to find feminism. So we will get into that after we do our obsessions. Yeah. All right. My obsession is SZA's new album, Absolutely Obsessed, and we got tickets, you guys. We are flying to Chicago because she's not coming to Denver. So we're flying to Chicago, and we're going to go see SZA next month, actually. Literally next month. <laughs> we're so excited. I'm actually glad we don't have to wait, like, seven or eight I months. I too, because like, usually you have to. Mm-hmm. But she's just getting it done. Yes. We are so excited. We've said to each other a couple times, like, casually remembering that we're seeing SZA. Yes. I'm so freaking excited. Me, too. Her album's been on repeat. I know. I'm excited. Literally so excited. My obsession is the show Breaking Bad, and I don't know – how I haven't seen it before now, mm-hmm. but it's so good. I'm obsessed. I just want to binge it. Uh, yeah, I feel like you're watching it like that's your binge show. That's my binge show right now. Like yeah. I have also been trying to get into Emily in Paris season three. I can't do it for some reason. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm choosing Breaking Bad over that. I've never seen either of them, so I have no idea. They're both good, but it's so, so good. If anyone wants to talk to me about it, let me know. I have no one to talk to about it with. Reach out to her, guys. Please reach out to me. <laughs> um, Something kind of exciting, one of the things we're doing to start off the new year is we're doing a giveaway, guys. Um, And we've only done one other giveaway before, and this one is way better. So um, <laughs> We've really stepped it up for yeah, this one. Yeah, we've really stepped it up. There's going to be first place, second place, and third place. Like, I guess not place, but yeah. first, second, and third. Um with different prizes but the first the like the top person is going to get a free tote bag yes and some real talk stickers so you guys want to do this one you really do it's going to be random too and there are ways to increase your chances for this episode real quickly because it's the first time we're mentioning the giveaway we'll talk about what you can do to enter yes so like ken said there's other ways to enter but these are the rules of the contest okay so today on our Instagram, if it's not already up there, you will see a post explaining the rules, how to enter, how to do all this. So you'll see it all on there, but um, we'll say it now on the pod. So how you enter, you're going to leave us a rating or a view on whatever platform you listen on. So if you listen on Apple Podcasts, then leave us a rating and a review. Spotify, leave us um a, like a, a five-star review. <laughs> five-star rating. You um, but, you know, leave us a, a rating um, with the stars and then screenshot that. So wherever you leave the review, screenshot that. And then DM us on Instagram at Real Talk About Feminism Pod and send us your screenshot. So sending us your screenshot is going to give you one entry to the contest. You can also tag your friends in the comments of our Instagram posts. And each person you tag, that's going to give you an extra entry. And then for even more entries, if you share the post on your story and tag Real Talk About Feminism pod, then you'll get another entry. So we'll be keeping track of all of this. If we see a DM from you with a review, if we see you commenting and tagging your friends in the comments, and if we see you share and tag us, that's the the key. If you don't tag us in the story, then we won't see it. We can't see it. Yeah. So we'll keep track of all of these. And then at the end, 
you'll get one entry with your name per however many times, you know, however many actions you've taken. And then we'll draw randomly and we'll draw for like number one, number two, and number three. So it'll be really fun. Um, the giveaway is going to go for until the almost the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have plenty of time, but definitely you want to get your entries in. So definitely. Yeah. And regardless of the giveaway, we really appreciate it when you guys leave us reviews and ratings. Mm-hmm. And when you share our show with friends, it really means a lot to us and it helps us out. For sure. So definitely go ahead and do that. Um, and we can't wait to see who wins the giveaway. Yay. All right, so let's get into the feminist highlight, and then we can get into the episode, but we had to take care of business first. Yes, business first. (laughs) (laughs) Today's feminist highlight is Sarah Winnemucca. She was an author and social activist, and she was the first Native American woman to address Congress in 1884. It was also in the 1880s that she became a fierce public speaker and advocated for her people, the Northern Paiutes. She advocated that her people and all Native Americans get fair treatment after the Northern Paiutes were forced onto the Yakima Reservation by the government, and they were starving, sick, and had a severe lack of resources. She presented herself as the Indian princess, which helped her garner sympathy from her primary audience, which was white women. Interesting. Her audience loved her and supported her, and she changed the narrative of Native Americans being seen as savages. Horrible. Yeah, awful. Horrible. It reminds me of Pocahontas. Yeah, exactly. She eventually opened a school for Paiute children, but it was closed due to insufficient funding three years later. But she did quite a lot of work to help her tribe and Native Americans in general, but she really changed the narrative of how they were perceived by the country, basically. And yeah, that's amazing work, especially for her to like shoulder that. That's like a burden, Um, but she did a lot of amazing work for many people. So that's awesome. Well, we're going to get into the bulk of our episode, what feminism means to us. (laughs) So we want to talk about this because we were kind of reminded that like we started the podcast almost two years ago and we haven't really retouched on like how we discovered feminism, what it means to us and like just the basics from like our point of view. And we recently went on the Hollywood podcast and talked about this a little bit. So we figured like we need to bring it to our audience as well. Definitely go and listen to our episode. We can put it in the show notes. Yeah, let's notes. put it in the show notes. Um, yeah, because like there's a lot of different perspectives in there as well because we talked to Holly. Um, but yeah, we just wanted to kind of share those things on like to start off the new year. Yeah, let's start with how we both came to find feminism. Okay, yeah. So for me, we... As you guys know, we're sisters. We grew up in the same environment and household, but we grew up very religiously, pretty conservatively as well. For me personally, I never really thought about feminism growing up until I left for school. And it was when I left for school that I like, you know, like when everybody leaves, you start to figure out what you personally believe in and what you want to believe in in life. Mm -hmm. And a big part of that for me was, like, not going to church anymore and, like, leaving that system. So that kind of helped me have room to find what I believed in, regardless of family or friends or people I grew up with. It was all for me. Yeah, and especially before you you weren't, like, you know, a, a liberal hating 
Republican, but you did have your little America face. I had my Ra Ra USA face with the American flag fanny pack <laughs> that you and, bought for me. <laughs> but like you were obviously in the face, you like yes. It. But you know, like you were, um, you had a much different point of view. Not that it was like super intense on like one side or the other, but it was a different point of view because of how we were raised. Right. I was definitely like in that system. And like, that's just what we grew up with. You know, like that's all we knew. Mm -hmm. So it was really refreshing to be able to leave everything that I knew and figure it out for myself. Right. So another big turning point for me about like finding feminism was when I was planning my wedding. I did get married very young. Obviously, I'm not married anymore, but um, that was a journey for me as well because we, after we got engaged, we did premarital counseling, and I highly recommend that for anybody, um, like if you're in a serious relationship and you're thinking about getting married or you're engaged and like taking that next step, mm -hmm. it was extremely helpful because we talked through what we wanted our household to look like and our marriage to look like. Mm -hmm. and, and that's good to establish before. Very good to establish early on. Yeah. For sure. Because a lot of the things, like, you're like, oh, we're just getting married. Like, we're so excited. Like, you don't think about reality sinking in. Uh-huh. For sure. <laughs> like, this one debate that me and Tyler have that's ongoing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you do know. It's not a big deal. But, like, it's just, like, you don't think about certain things. Yeah. You really don't. Yeah. Until it's like, oh, my gosh, we're actually getting married, mm -hmm. you know? So, as we were talking through these kinds of things, luckily, like, he was on the same page with me about things, but we talked through, like, specifically, like, gender role-wise, like, what do we want our finances to look like? What do we want our, like, household chores to look like? That kind of stuff. What do, how do we want to raise our kids? Yeah. So, for me, I was having to picture what I wanted my future to look like and tap into what I believed in. Yeah. And, like, growing up super religious... Not that – because mom and dad never taught us, like, oh, the man's going to do everything. Like, they were super empowering to no. us. Yes. While but growing we, up religious. We grew up really religious mm -hmm. and very, like, traditional, mm -hmm. I would say. But in our household, it with, like, like mom that. and dad and our siblings, like, it wasn't like that. Yeah. Like, we always saw mom, like, working. Going to school. Going to school, but also, like, providing for us and, like, fulfilling that, like, motherly role. But also doing, like, the things that society or that the religion that we were in would deem as, like, more the male role. Mm -hmm. And so we always, like, had examples of, like, a strong woman and also, like, a strong man supporting that as well. You know, like, mm -hmm. mom and dad. Right. Um, but that's not how the religion was. The religion was um, you get married super young. You have kids. The woman is, like, just, you know, has the babies does all the cooking, all the cleaning, and that's it, really. Very traditional. Yeah, super traditional. Um, And so for you to, like, go through the premarital counseling and be like, okay, like, this is what I was, like, taught every Sunday, but then, like, what do I want for my life? Exactly, exactly. Because it's like, this is this needs to be separate than my family, than his family. Exactly. This is our family that we're building. So it was interesting to, like, have to step outside of that mm -hmm. and really figure out what I believe. Yeah. So for me, like leaving and then getting ready to get married and preparing for that, those were like the two biggest things. And then obviously the podcast has helped me a lot to really like fine tune my beliefs. Oh, yeah. And share about it each week has sharing about it each week really helps me to further that. Yeah, for sure. And like, how could it not? Because we're like doing so much 
learning every single education. week. And, and yeah, and it's great because you can never stop learning. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that that's really, honestly, I feel like that's a pretty relatable way of finding feminism. Like it wasn't like this big moment happened in my life right. and all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, like I discovered it. Like it was like I'm living life and I'm trying to figure out my path and that's when I fell into it, you know? Right. So you grew up religiously too. Do you feel like your story's similar? Um, Definitely similar, but I did have like a big event, mm-hmm. you know, trigger it. So mm-hmm. for me, I found feminism in Rex Borgato. <laughs> um, so, you know, I've talked about this in like lots of episodes, but I went to a super small conservative Mormon college for a year. Um, and then my life got ruined. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no. So I went to like a super small town, small town, small conservative towns anyways, like are very set in their beliefs. Mm-hmm. But, um, for me, it was really like being in that like very religious conservative environment where you're not really allowed to think differently, like on, especially on like the more liberal side, because that's just not how it goes. Were you silenced or, or were, were you, you silenced? silenced? <laughs> yes. The latter. The latter. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, you know, I was like, have, I was forced to go to church every week, forced to go to church activities every week. Like, mm-hmm. You it's just, intense. Yeah, it's it honestly is intense. And you it's know, like a second job. Yeah, honestly cuz you like you have callings and yeah. you know, you don't get paid, whatever. Um, but there's just a lot going on. Not all of it was a bad experience. It really wasn't. But after I was sexually assaulted, um the like he should have been kicked out of school because of all the strict rules. Um but the leaders told me He's a worthy priesthood holder. So, like, in the Mormon church, if you don't know, like, that would be – basically, it's, like, this power given to men. And so it was just a way to be, like, oh, he's a man, and so he got away with it. Basically. That that was – Because if you have the priesthood, you're deemed worthy. Mm -hmm. So why would a worthy priesthood holder do that? Exactly. And that's what they said. So they were, like, oh, he's a worthy priesthood holder. Like, there's nothing we can do about it. And they didn't kick him out of school. Um, And so – I really thought about that like so he's getting away with this because he is a man because the women they can't hold the priesthood so like for me I was like this isn't right and that's when I decided to start the podcast like a few months after my assault um and then like I brought you on the second episode because it wasn't you know it was boring by myself and now we've like built this really great platform and we get to learn so much and we get to grow while also sharing these amazing messages of like honestly like I think realistic feminism and yeah so that's kind of how we got to where we are um now let's get into like what feminism means to us the basis for us is equality for everyone right and this is something that we really try and show people is like the majority of feminists nowadays it's not extreme at all it's not extreme it it's, had to be extreme to start. It had to be so extreme. that women could actually be listened to. Yes, we had to get angry. We had to stand up and rise up mm-hmm. to be heard. Yeah. But now it's really just looking at all these patriarchal systems that we live in and realizing that, and fighting for equality between men and women and all genders. Exactly. And I think something that is really important to remember is like we are not under the belief that women should be better. Women should have more power. 
but we believe that like all genders should be equal because the reality is right now they're not and I think that that's something that like the other side like people who don't want to accept feminism they always just want to say like well for us in in America well at least you can go to school like other countries have it much worse and like while that is true like we do have a lot of rights as women as like white american women we do have a ton of rights but at the same time there are still things that aren't equal for example roe v wade being overturned that's a huge thing that we don't even have bodily autonomy and so it's not beneficial to say like well other people have it worse like why are you complaining like just be grateful for what you have well, we are grateful for what we have, but we don't also need to just accept the things we don't have, the rights we don't have. Right. That's a really great point. And to add to that, it's also not just these huge monumental policy changes in our government that affect what we believe mm-hmm. about feminism, but like just the subtle ways that we see inequality mm-hmm. against us as women mm-hmm. in society, in our culture, in society, the way that we live like the constant objectification of women mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah, it really is like not everything is so monumental. Mm-hmm. It's little things that build, just little ways that are so subtle that are just ingrained in the patriarchal society that it's not necessarily someone intentionally being like, um, I'm actually paying you less because you're a woman or um, you have to pay this much more money because you menstruate. Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. it's not like that. It's just that's the way society runs. Let me hit you of- with let me hit you with another one religiously. <laughs> I just thought of this. Were let you silence? You. That's in my head. <laughs> um us being told we just mentioned the priesthood, us being told as women growing up, you support the man, you guys support the priesthood, and you guys are just too worthy to hold the priesthood. Men need the priesthood. Yeah. And yeah. just women don't need it, but men do, but you just need to support him. That's so true. And just being told, like, well, not being told, but like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? subconsciously being told Mm -hmm. to just look the other way yeah because we're too worthy to hold the priesthood and we need to support the men Mm -hmm. or like in this is my personal opinion um but like with god especially growing up in the lds church like we were told that we have like a heavenly father heavenly mother but we never talked about heavenly mother because like she was too precious and had to be protected um and I don't believe that like I I don't believe that at all but like it's just like things like that that mm-hmm. you're saying like that are just so subtle that are like oh okay I guess so that's just yeah like when is. you're in it you're like oh yeah that makes total sense mm-hmm. like but not just with religion oh my gosh it's totally framed like women are divine and on a pedestal uh-huh. and so they have to support the men because the men are lower and they need the priesthood because they're more prone to make mistakes mm-hmm. that was how it was framed yeah. But in reality, that's not the case at all. Exactly. Yeah. We could get into like all the religious stuff a ton, obviously, because that's how we grew up and now we don't believe that. Um, but yeah, there's just like so many little ways that like um, you just don't think about because that's what we're taught growing up. That's what, how society is. And it's just the way things go. And those are the important things to recognize. Like there are inequalities. For sure. And I think the important thing is we can't just sit on our butts and complain about it. We actually have to do something about it. So that's why like we have this podcast because we get to talk about these issues and spread awareness, but you don't necessarily have to have a huge platform. If you see inequalities, 
have a discussion with your family members, have a discussion with people who believe opposite things. Um, go volunteer, uh, go to a march or, you know, a protest. Like there's so many things, share something on social media. Um, simply educating yourself yeah. and also like figuring out what you believe in so that you can exactly talk about it. Exactly. Cause if you don't know what you believe in, how are you supposed to talk about it? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I totally agree with that. I think it's just like feminism goes hand in hand with action and that's action on whatever level you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to go out and be a politician and try and make all these big policy changes or you want to share something on Instagram with a little caption of your thought. Mm-hmm. That's great too. Yeah. You're you're using the platform that you have to share that. Exactly. Another important aspect of feminism for us is really harnessing our feminine energy and our divine feminine nature. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've both been tapping into this in different ways. Like I've mentioned, I've been like trying to cycle sync a little bit, trying to like really tap into my female energy and like my confidence. I've been trying to learn more about like tarot and like crystals and how um, like using my like astrology and how Mm -hmm. like what chakra it can, because like for my sign, it's like connected to the sacral chakra. So like, um, which makes sense, <laughs> Scorpio. <laughs> um, but like, how can I utilize like what phase the moon is in to sync with my cycle? How can I notice like, oh, I have a headache. Does that mean this chakra is out of line? Like, what can I do? You know, like mm-hmm. different things. And I like, I love what you've been, and I've been asking you to like single psyching and or cycle sinking, <laughs> single psyching, single psyching. Um, Cycle thinking, you know, all that stuff. And I think that's so true. Like harnessing the natural energy that we have as women, whether like um, you were born a woman or you are a trans woman, like whatever. If you connect with feminine energy, it's about harnessing that energy. Exactly. Exactly. So I, as much as I believe like men and women need to be equal, mm-hmm. I believe that wholeheartedly. I do believe women have special energy. Mm-hmm. And so that's why like, for me, that's a really important thing that I'm really going to try to do this year for 2023, especially like really getting into my feminine side. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like a lot of times in this patriarchal society, it's shoved down yeah, subconsciously. Yeah, it is. And that I think that's like the most important point. It is so subconscious because of the way that society is run. And something that's really interesting, too, is that like America specifically, but like a lot of countries actually are built upon religion. Yes. Like when we look back at history, whether or not everyone's religious now, like there's a lot of people moving away from organized religion, but like the, the systems that we have in place were built upon religious societies. And the reality is that there's so much patriarchy in religion. So like, how could that not overlap? It, it goes hand in hand. It Mm -hmm. directly translates to how systems we live in are affecting us today Mm -hmm. because of the way they were set up. Exactly. And so I think like with that and then like, like that goes hand in hand with the point of it's not so in your face, like people just flat out. I mean, around the world there, you know, not even around the world. There's so many things like in current events that are flat out, like Mm -hmm. women, you're not equal. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially when we think of Masa Amini and Roe v. Wade being overturned. But most of the inequalities are just so subtle. And mm-hmm. that's, I think, the main point that we're trying to nail in. Of, like, feminism is about recognizing those subtle inequalities 
bringing them to our attention and then actually trying to do something about it. That's a really great way to sum it up. Thank you. I said (laughs) feminism. Because it's so true. It really is. Mm -hmm. And for us, like we do have passion about sharing our feminist beliefs and our beliefs in general on the podcast yeah but like you said like it goes with action so whatever that looks like for you I think that's really important to figure out for yourself because we do this podcast for ourselves at the end of the day yeah regardless of how many listens we get how many downloads how many followers you know it doesn't matter it's something we're passionate about other people's validation we would have already stopped we would have stopped a while ago (laughs) but no you're so right like it, it 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 goes hand in hand with action and whatever action looks like to, looks like to you, it's just important to take matters into your own hands. Learn for yourself. And like you said, like, um, you know, growing up a certain way, you had certain opinions. And then when you went off on your own, it's like, okay. I don't am, believe yeah, that. Yeah, like, what am I, what do I actually want? What do I mm-hmm. believe? How do I see the world? And we all go through that at some point because – it is very easy to just adopt the views that you grow up with. Like mm-hmm. that's the environment we're in. It's actually really great to change your beliefs or to question your beliefs mm-hmm. at multiple points in your life. Yeah. I think it's really healthy and I think it helps you to like reset and reframe what you believe in, what you want in life, who you want to associate with and the content you want to consume. Exactly. Because that really affects us on a daily basis. Exactly. And so whether that's like discovering feminism or discovering something else, like, you know, that's up to you. But at the end of the day, I think that feminism, it's not the the burning bra, angry feminism. It has anymore. such a negative connotation. It has such a negative connotation because people want to um, not view like women standing up is not like the norm. And it's, it's getting more normal now, but like, it's not the norm. So when women had to just finally get angry to speak their minds, like, you know, 30 years ago, they were burning bras and they were yelling and screaming and being upset because nobody else would listen to them. Right. It's like you have to think about like, why did they do that? It wasn't just mm-hmm. one day. Let's go burn our bras in the street. <laughs> it was like years and years and years of oppression. Exactly. So that's not how feminism is anymore. It really is about standing up for what you believe in, uniting together, creating a sisterhood, being inclusive of all races, all genders. All like, classes. All classes, everything. And in order to get there, we've got to work for it. We've got to talk about it and we've got to put in the action. And you also have to accept it because there's just so many people that are like, no, like people have it worse. Or it's like floating and it like depends on the group you're in. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I believe that. But with like your other friend group, you're like, no, mm-hmm. you know, like you got to be like staunch yeah. on what you believe in. Yeah. So, yeah, I think at the end of the day. Feminism is such a personal journey, but we've got to move away from the sexist association of, like, feminism being bad. We talked about that on Holly's podcast, too, like, her personal journey with feminism and how she still feels like she's on that journey because of ideas that were in her head from her upbringing, basically. Which was the same as ours. Right. So we all have to go through that. We got to take that journey at some point, whether that's with with feminism and with your other beliefs as well. Exactly. So kind of take some time, especially going into the new year, like think about what feminism means to you. If you have like people in your life that are just um, people who don't want to accept feminism at all and want to just have such a negative association. Or even just hear you out. 
yeah, then share this episode with them because I think that it's pretty helpful. Um, and, you know, have conversations with people. Put in action however that means to you. And, yeah, just discover. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Don't be discouraged. Like, this goes anytime you're having a conversation about like any beliefs, but like, don't be discouraged if like you don't see eye to eye with somebody. It's mm-hmm. okay. We're not all going to agree on everything. That's yeah. okay. It's important to at least listen to other sides. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, like talk to other people about what you believe and also listen to what other people believe. Cause at the end of the day, that's how we're going to grow. We're going to wrap up all of our socials and where to find us will be in the show notes. So be sure to check us out on our platforms and connect with us that way. And do not forget the giveaway starts today. So enter the giveaway, you know, follow all the instructions in the Instagram post because we know you guys want that tote. You want that tote bag. It's so cute. It's practical. It's free. It's free. All you have to do is just leave us a little review. So, um, enter the giveaway and we will be back next week with a very exciting guest. Um, so we hope you enjoy and yeah, don't just don't forget to enter the giveaway. Bye guys. Bye guys.